Good morning, y'all, and welcome back to the Poetry Corner Podcast. And today I have something I want to talk about. Well, a question, per se. Can you handle constructive criticism? That's what we're discussing today. So without further ado, let's talk about it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Poetry Corner Podcast. This is your host, Matt Foster, for all those who didn't know. And before we get into today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a big rest in peace shout out to uh, legendary rapper DMX, who sadly passed away in a hospital in White Plains, New York last week. And uh, he was a real inspiration in my childhood years um growing up i listened to a lot of dmx i had his legendary album is dark and hell is hot then i had and then there was x grand champ i i had just about every dmx mixtape and album you could have and uh while his music was sometimes dark you know um that was due to the struggles he was dealing with as an artist and as a man but he was always praying. He was praying for his fans. He was praying for his family, his friends, himself. And um, he had some demons that he dealt with that, you know, it was hard for him to overcome. But now he's with the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, he will be missed. He was an integral part of my childhood uh, growing up. It's all my, me and my older cousin Greg, who sadly passed away last year as well. He he put me on the DMX because he was older, you know. Um, in the 90s, he was like 16, 17, you know what I mean? And uh, he was running the streets, and DMX was hot in the streets back in the day, you know. Um, he would just pit me onto his music little cuz check this out check this out whenever my mom would leave the room you know what i mean uh he would put on uh the he take the cd player he put on some a dmx album and i listened to uh how's it going down uh when it first hit you know he invited a girl over or whatever and i heard that in the background and uh he let me borrow the cd you know so him and the his girlfriend at the time you know uh were a little occupied if you know what i mean no not the you know be disrespectful ladies and gentlemen but uh he let me borrow the album and i listened to it front to back like the cd player i had it was a sony but it was a cassette player and a cd player at the same time because artists were still putting out cassettes in the 90s you know um he had both the cassette of his dark and his hell is hot and then he had the cd and um I remember the first time I heard uh, For My Dogs. Still one of my favorite tracks. I'm 31 years old. That was my favorite track when I heard it in the 90s, you know, back when I was six to now. Like, <laughs> it's still one of my favorite songs off the album, Is Dark and Hell is Hot. Um, but it hit me hard when he passed away. Uh, like, it did hit a lot of fans um, growing up because. He never shied away from his fans. You know, he always prayed for his fans, whether he was doing a concert, uh, a, a meet and greet, no matter where DMX was. You know, in public, 
or whether he was with his family he saw a fan out you know he took a picture with him he was that grand of an artist how swiss beat said there was none like him before as an artist and there won't be another dmx there won't be another dmx he's gone but he is not forgotten and he will deeply and dearly be missed rest in peace Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Now today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a simple question I want to ask y'all. Can you take constructive criticism? Because constructive criticism is set in place to help us grow and do better in those areas where we lack the most, you know, progress. Yet, there are some young people who can't handle constructive criticism as well as some older people. And in some cases, we have some young people who handle constructive criticism better than older people. And don't mind that siren in the background. There's not a national, uh, uh, natural disaster going off. It's just a test alarm of, you know, the city's alarm system every time you know uh like it, it hits like 11 in the morning or something out here it'll they'll do that but um yeah it's it's just one of those things ladies and gentlemen constructive criticism is one of those things where uh it helps us grow where we in areas where we need to grow you see it's all about humbling yourself and allowing yourself to sit back listen learn and do as you are taught but the problem is these days pride pride in people who think they know it all you know the type of individual who only been on a job for about two months but you can't tell them anything because they think they learned everything there is to learn about the job or the position yeah those people you see, to grow in life, you have to take constructive criticism. And in order to receive that, you have to be teachable so you can become knowledgeable. Because in order to go to the next level in your life, you have to have the knowledge you'll need to be on that level. But how can you gain that knowledge if you can't handle someone giving you some advice that'll help you grow sometimes you might be thinking that your boss is being hard on you for no reason at work you know on a job but in actuality it's just constructive criticism to help you do better or some knowledge to help you progress you know on you know on the, on the career path of things and it's okay. It's okay. We all started off a little rough around the edges as employees and as business owners and stuff like that. But through constructive criticism, we were able to grow and do and be better, much like the expression, practice makes perfect. And the only way to perfect your talent is to have someone in your corner like a family member or a friend or even a supervisor who will coach you to reach that next level. But you have to be coachable, meaning you have to listen to what you're being told. Let me tell you about a time when I was both unteachable 
and then became teachable, meaning I learned to take constructive criticism. I used the information that my supervisor gave me to grow. I applied that wisdom, you know, that was given to me to better myself as a man and as an employee. Okay, I'm I'm, going to tell you the story. It was back in 2013. I was working at this small hole-in-the-wall retail dollar store. And I had a few co-workers that I was tight with. And after four months or so, I began noticing that the boss, well, our supervisor at the time, gave my homie T. We're just going to refer to him as T because, you know, uh, copyright reasons. You know, I don't, um, I don't want to really mention his name on you know, podcasts uh, for copyright reasons because he goes by a nickname, you know, and he don't want – he told me like uh, last year when we talked – he don't want people knowing his nickname. So for copyright reasons, you know, we're just going to refer to him as T. Anyway, that day, T got a promotion. And I was happy for him. I was excited and all, but the guy barely came into work. He was always late when he was at the job. And he always came to work under the influence of Mary J. If you know what I mean, guys. If you know you know (laughs) but anyways he showed up late and faded as usual and the supervisor approached him and the unexpected happened he gave him a promotion he gave him a promotion odd right cool so meanwhile i was there opening the store busting my back on a job you know on the time you know with only at this time, I meant to say, at this time, I only had a couple of late call-ins, you know, through my entire employment history, you know, of the four months I was there. But I was mainly on time, you know, or I showed up at the, you know, job super early, like, you know, we opened at 8 a.m., I was there at 6 a.m., early in the morning, or, you know, it's like, if I worked at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I was there by 1 o'clock, and I was always the last to leave the store every day and that was because i had to cross the street to the bus stop to wait for the 56 bus back home and uh if for all those who don't know what the 56 bus is it's the 56 uh either uh going uh up Torsdale or down Torsdale avenue in philadelphia i'm from philadelphia by the way that's why i said the 56 bus is you know 56 is a number system uh, is a route technically on the uh, SEPTA uh, bus uh, transit system route. And if you don't know with what uh, SEPTA stands for, it's Southeastern uh, Public Transportation Authority. And they're the highest paid transit uh, company in the world. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I had to wait for the 56 bus. And even when I got back home, it was, you know, when I got off my stop, it was about a five block walk back to my house. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I digress. One day, my boss pulls me to the side. After I opened the store, I rung up 12 customers, stocked the store between said customers, and assisted the truck driver with unloading the freight into the store by the time the boss got there at exactly 9 a.m., right? And he pulls me to the side, and he says, I need to do better. He tells me that I need to do better. And I'm not going to lie, it was a deep blow to my work ethic for a couple days. But later that week, I realized, and especially recently, 
I was slacking on how I stocked the store. My attitude on the job, you know, wasn't the best. And I even had times where I'd shy away from customers. So during that moment, I made a list of things in areas in which I needed to improve. And a month goes by. And my boss gave me a compliment on my work ethic. He gave me a raise even. But had I not been teachable during that time, my boss called me in the office. Had I been belligerent, arrogant, and disrespectful, I wouldn't have made the change that I needed to succeed on the job. You see, we all have moments where life will test us to see if we're ready, willing, and able to handle the next level in our lives. But it begins when we accept and learn from constructive criticism. When my boss gave me that compliment, that was uh, that was definitely that was a uh, a sign, if you will, that I received constructive criticism a month prior, and I handled it well, and I made the changes. I made the changes. And when you receive constructive criticism, ladies and gentlemen, don't get all mad and butthurt. You know what I mean? Like if your boss pulls you into the office and says, Salinas, you know, or Derek, you know, for example, these are example names. So and so and so and so and so and so. These are the areas in which you need to approve. You need to be on time. You need to show up to work. You know, uh, I need you to uh, improve on your attitude. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. This, that, and the third. Blah, blah, blah. And you handle that by going on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and be like, oh, my boss always talking that mess again. You know, one day I'm going to steal him and this, that, and the third. Or I'm I'm, I'm going to say this something disrespectful or I'm going to let him uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him have it. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And that's not handling constructive criticism. He didn't say or she didn't say that you were a horrible employee. They just said you need to improve in certain areas. So when you get these moments of constructive criticism know the difference make the changes that you need to make improve and a month or two down the road don't be surprised on the blessings that come into your life because that ain't just your supervisor giving you constructive criticism that's God almighty giving you constructive criticism trust me I know this because when I first moved out here When I first moved out of Philadelphia, I still had that Philadelphia hood mindset. Being introduced into the, I I got to meet the mayor. I got to meet city officials. I got to meet the police chief. I got to meet the fire chief. I got to meet uh, 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 real estate uh, agents, brokers. And I still had that hood mentality. When I started making a change, uh, the person introducing me into all these people was my pastor. And he told, he pulled me to the side one day like, man, stop having your pants sagging. Pull your pants up. Stop tr- talking street. You know what I mean? Stop stop doing this. Stop doing that. Carry yourself with a little, you know, professionalism. He pulled me into the church one day to tell me that. And I made the change. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how well I am well received today. It's because of constructive criticism, ladies and gentlemen. In areas where you lack and there is a helpful person around that want to see you succeed, they will let you know that is called constructive criticism. Can you handle it? Is it too much for you? 
And if you can handle it, are you ready to go to the next level in your life today? Now, I want to give a major shout out to all the new listeners all over the world. I want to I want to thank you guys for tuning into the Poetry Corner podcast. I know it's been a week since I put out a new episode, but the reason for that is I'm now on a TV show called Now is the Time, a Christian-based um well, it's Christian-based because it's in a church. Um and here's why. It's a TV show featuring my pastor, mentor, and close friend, Pastor Harriman Randall of the Overcomers Church. And I perform a lot of my poetry on that show. Well, Christian-based poetry, to be exact. And you can catch that show on the Now Network Friday and Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. And he preaches the word of God on there. It's his TV show. He's just invited me on as a guest. And that's why I haven't had a new episode out on the podcast. I do apologize about that, ladies and gentlemen. I have a lot of content to get to you guys this week. Um, So I hope you all stay tuned for that. But I want to thank all of you amazing listeners all over the world. Thank you all for tuning in today. I hope you all learned something new, as did I. Constructive criticism is set in place to help us grow. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. But I hope you all have a beautiful and blessed day. Take care. And God bless. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Matt Foster, the Poetry Corner Podcast. And 2020 was a real stressful year, and we need to take better care of ourselves. And what better way to take care of yourself than skincare products from the great folks at Pharmazi? Pharmazi has everything you need, ladies, from eyeliner to eyeshadow, foundation, age defying makeup concealer lipstick face cream eyelash products and so much more see ladies you you got everything you need right here the folks at pharmazi oh yeah they got you covered and if you have any questions or if you need a promo code please make sure you hit up my homegirl, the lovely miss felicity ocha on facebook she'll be doing live streams to showcase the great products at pharmazi remember that's f-a-r m-a-s-i for all your skincare needs check out the great folks at pharmazi and check out my homegirl felicity ocha on facebook show her some love and tell her matt foster the poetry corner podcast sent you and remember ladies check out the great folks at pharmazi for all your skincare and beauty product needs a new path let us begin as I gaze upon the distant horizon I envision in my mind the path that my heart leads me to go far beyond the cascade of waterfalls the midnight starlights and emerald valley and snow-capped mountains a new journey beckons my feet in a new direction I let my heart be my compass and my faith to get me to where I am headed. I don't want to waste any more time being stuck here. I must face this path in my will. I commit a new leaf, a new start. I will take this journey head on, but in order to do so, I must take the first step.
May the winds of change blow in my favor as my new adventure begins.